Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Kenyan Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Boris. How do you do? Good and you? Good and you. So today we're finally going to be talking about something I've been wanting to talk about since like episode two, I believe, which is hobbies. Things to do to fill your time instead of doing things like chasing the wrong people, like in relationships or even friendships, even family members. It doesn't matter who the fuck it is, but it's like if these people aren't worth your time, take your time and put it to something that is worth your time. So like I used to do this, right? I started off with the whole friendships thing. I lived in New York. <clears throat> Excuse me. I had a, uh, I had, I considered a best friend. We saw each other every day. We saw each other in school. After school, we lived literally like right across the street from each other. That went on for like four and a half years. So we were best of friends, I believed. So then, uh, then you know, I'm a kid. So I can't just be like, uh, when my family decided, all right, it's time we're going to move from New York to New Hampshire. I can't just be like, all right, you guys go. I'm going to stay here. I was like 14 or some shit like that. You know what I mean? So like I can't. <laughs> That's it. I got to go where you go with my family. Uh, so as soon as they put up the for sale sign, this kid like put his face down to the ground, you know, looking at the concrete like he didn't even know who the fuck I was. Like I didn't exist. I was Casper the Friendly Ghost. And I was like, oh, that's that's how we're doing things now. huh? Fuck yourself. So when I moved to New Hampshire, I uh, I just basically kept everybody as high and by friends, just pretty much acquaintances. What I did instead, though, was I chased relationships. And basically, there were so many people in my life that wasn't worth even two seconds. And I still, I would see red flags, and I would just be like, nah, nah, it's fine, it's fine. And I really wish that I didn't do that. I wished I went from, like, chasing friendships to just fucking sticking with myself right off the bat, really. But instead, I went from the friendships to the relationships to now, finally, here I am, 33 years old, and I realize I wasted at least... I don't know. I mean, I got engaged first when I was like 17 and a half. So I don't know the math on that, but that's a lot of years wasted. And I can't get that back, you know. So the way I can, in a in a, in my own odd way, get that back is by helping other people don't make the same mistakes that I did. So what you should really do is, you know, if you got, if you got friends that, like, they hit you up when they need help. Oh, I've had this. I didn't hear from them for like eight months at a time, right? And they would hit me up and be like, oh, Frank, do you still get your truck? Because me and my wife is moving. And I, I and I would have the truck right there in the parking lot. And I would be like, oh, no, unfortunately, I sold that thing. I apologize. I, I wish I could help, but I cannot. I got rid of my truck. And then as soon as I was done texting them, I went in the truck and I started driving around aimlessly. <laughs> because like, fuck you. That's why. You didn't even check on me to see if I was dead or alive. But I'm good enough for a favor. And these are the type of people that if you if I was to go ahead and I could have moved them myself, they could have been sipping on lemonade, kicking their feet up, and I want to move all this shit by myself, I would have asked them for like a post-it note a month later, and they would have been like, oh, I'm sorry, I got nothing for you. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there like that, that'll be more for like, what can you do for me, but I'm going to do absolutely nothing for you. And uh, fuck those people, really. You know, it is it is nice to have people in your life, yes. But you don't know, you don't realize how much they bring you down, though, the negative ones, until you get rid of them. Because while they're there, you think it's okay because at least you're not alone and and you don't feel like you're, you're just fucking going to live that alone life for the rest of your life. But 
you don't realize until they are gone that, wow, they, they really, like, put a damper on my life. They made me, like, more depressed than what I had to be, you know? And uh, and it's really not worth it. So that's why, like, I stopped focusing on the friendships and I focus more on the girlfriends and whatnot and, and, and engagements and possible marriages because I did that three times. I got engaged, almost even a fourth. And, uh, and I literally, for the fourth one, engagement possibility, I literally paid off the ring in that day. I broke off with her. So it's like I was tired of making these terrible for myself decisions and pursuing these people that just because they gave me a couple seconds of the of effort, um, I was like, oh, wow, they're really into me, you know. And then I would find out this about them. I would find out that about them. And I would be like, hmm. You know, but I made the excuse that, like, oh, if I was a girl, I would be doing that too. Like I, I mentioned before I had a uh, a substance problem. You know, so then I dated somebody that, and I ended up engaging to them that had a previous substance, you know, problem too. But they went ahead and did extra things to make money. And I was like, you know what? If I was a girl, I probably would have done the same extra things too to make the money. So like, I was I was making the excuse, but realistically, like when you're involving yourself with somebody like that, more than likely they're gonna fuck around on you behind your back. They're not gonna fly, you know, straight. So. Don't you can't make excuses for people because that's how you get you end up hurting yourself, really. And I think it had a lot to do with the fact that, like, for the longest time, I was my own worst enemy. Um, finally, I'd say within the past, like, two, two and a half years, I finally became my own best friend instead of my own worst enemy. I would I would surround myself around these people that is going to do nothing but hurt me. And, and bring me down in life. And the reason why they bring me down is because they're down. And like that saying, misery loves company, I, I always had the attitude like, oh, well, you, you'd be less miserable or uh, you'd be less lonely if you wasn't so miserable. You know, but it has nothing to do with the, the mentality. It's just basically the fact that, like, they feel a certain way, so they gotta feel, they got to make you even worse. they got to bring you down even worse than them, and that picks them up. So they could even literally tell you, I don't want you in my life anymore, right? But by them tearing you down, they actually do need you in their life because that's what's making them survive is by making you depressed or driving you fucking literally insane and whatnot. So you can't you can't allow these people to do that. You just got to, once you realize that things aren't working out, you know, in the best of your interest, you just got to take steps back you know, assess the situation, and then you just, you might have to call it quits, you know, and like I say before, it, it is very difficult to do, it's not easy to just be like, all right, I'm going to be alone now, so uh, that's going to be my life, you know, like it's not, it's not an easy decision to make, because I'm not, I'm not like that, I was always really a people person, um, I enjoyed knowing everybody back in like junior high school and whatnot, and I don't know. It's, it's just like not my ways really to be like living the old man fucking all by myself lifestyle. But I will tell you, I have been so much happier since I stopped fucking with so many people. And um, and, you know, I just I just don't want to see anybody doing the same thing that I did, basically. So what you got to do is fill your time with hobbies. Right. So. What I did after the least possible engagement, I says, okay, I got to I gotta start doing something different because I was doing the Tinder thing, and then I ended up getting banned from there. And that's that's actually what made me um, what made me decide to do things differently. I, so after the possible engagement, I was actually, I hopped back on Tinder. 
and then I started to promote my YouTube, <laughs> and evidently they didn't like that. I don't know why. So they banned the shit out of my account, and um, and then I says, okay, you know, maybe that's a sign that I should just, you know, focus on myself or some shit like that. And so I did, and uh, I I started taking hiking walks. So I was walking all these trails, and here I was in New Hampshire for like fucking I don't know at that time like sixteen, seventeen years or some shit. And I never walked these fucking hiking trails that they have readily available to you. And so I was I was finding different trails to walk on. And then I forget what it is that happened, but something happened while I was on the walk. And I was like, man, I'm not going to remember. Oh, go figure. I, I, I didn't remember what the situation was. But I was like, I'm not going to remember these types of situations. I should get back into, I think, photography. Maybe I should pick up a camera. Nothing too crazy. And then while I'm on my walks, I could I could take photos of, you know, animals or, or, well, the scenery stuff I didn't think of until later, but at least the animals and whatnot, because I think I saw like a lot of chipmunks, probably a lot of chipmunks and birds, um, when I first started walking. So then, so then I I went ahead, I went to Best Buy, right? I picked up a Sony A six thousand. It was a kit bundle, right? It was eight hundred dollars, and I was fine with that. I shelled out the eight hundred, no problem, because I've I bought a camera before when I was when I was in high school. Uh, it was a Sony. I think it was like a Cybershot, I think they were called. So that was like my very first one, but I sold it when I had the substance issues and whatnot. Um, but that was fine because I needed an upgrade anyhow. Uh, so I got the A6000, and then, you know, for whatever reason, I was checking on the price of that thing, and uh, and within the 30 days, so within the return policy, I saw that it went down less $300, so it was on sale for 500 So I went to Best Buy. I says, oh, listen, I paid 8 you got it for five now. I could get the difference. I got the difference. So I got $300 back. So I bought the camera, and um, it was like a zoom lens, you know, nothing too crazy. I think it went up to like 210. I don't know if it was millimeters. I forget how they, they diagnosed their distances and whatnot. But um, so it was like a mini zoom lens, and then also like a landscape type lens, you know, those like, it's just basically for scenery shots. So 500 bucks for that, and I started walking around, and I used the hell out of it, and I was like, I thoroughly enjoyed it all the more. Like, I liked walking around in nature, and it was nice just getting away from other people, and just like, you know, I was I was thinking while I was on these walks, you know, but with my brain, for whatever reason, I tend to have negative thoughts, you know, and not like negative thoughts, like I want to go bungee cord jumping without the bungee cord, you know, not like that, but more like... I don't know, like, uh, uh, next time I drive, it wouldn't be so bad if if a truck was to cross the double lines and, you know, we was both to kiss our cars, you know, shit like that. Or I would dwell on negative situations that happen in my life, you know, oh, woe was me, the kid ain't mine, I'm going to cry here while I'm walking in the woods, shit, you know. So when I got into the photography, my focus shifted from the negative thoughts in my brain to, oh shit, look at that fucking bird that I never really seen before. Let me, let me try and hop over here and take a photo and, and try and be sneaky and quiet, you know, cause like these things, for, well, for some reason, the bigger animals, you have to make less noise with like deers. You can't even like, you can't even have thoughts. Otherwise it's too loud and they will fucking take off on you. So like chipmunks, I could do like fucking tap dances, and they won't they won't budge for nothing really. They'll well they they scatter around and whatnot, but then they'll poke their head out. You can still catch them, 
So, uh, so that's where the focus has shifted, though. You, you, you just you focus on trying to catch whatever it is that's on the opposite side of your lens, and I love that. You know, it kind of it kind of reminds me of juggling. I taught myself how to juggle, and like while you're doing it, you're focused on where the ball is landing because you know you're not throwing it perfectly every single time for it to land. So you just you focus on where the ball's going. So it's good to take your mind off of uh, negative things and and just um. Oh, God, I got all sidetracked when I started talking about juggling. I got to stop doing that. Well, you know, truth be told, I had all, like, an itinerary of this whole topic, but I don't know what the fuck happened to it. I emailed it to myself. I could have sworn, but I cannot find this email. I even searched for my name. Nothing. I, I have no idea what the fuck happened with it. So I ended up, I forget if I got sick or some shit, but something happened between the episodes, this one and the last one, and I don't know where that itinerary is. So anyhow, we'll get back on the topic. So when you are in the woods, um, you're focused on taking the, the, the pictures. Now, you don't have to try and take these pictures for National Geographic or nothing like that. I was chasing the animals for the longest time, and then sometimes I would go to these hiking trails. It took actually a long time, though, before this happened, but I would go to the hiking trails and not see nothing. I wouldn't see a bird. I would hear stuff, but I wouldn't see nothing. And so then I'm like, I'm just taking these walks, but with all my equipment and, like, you know, eventually I worked up to, I don't know, I, I, I told you about the A6000, so I worked up to, now I got the A6600, and then I got the A7R4 now, okay, so that's what I, I rolled with, and then I got the A7R4 with uh 600, it goes up to 600 millimeters, I believe it's millimeters that they go by, but anyhow, so it goes up to 600, so it's it's a nice heavy lens, um, so... I'm lugging that around. Meanwhile, I didn't see nothing. So after a couple of times doing that, and I don't mean like twice. I mean like, I don't know. I'd say like after 10 times of going into the woods and just walking around, I was just like, I was starting to lose kind of like interest in it in a way. But then somebody brought up like, oh, why don't you do like landscape photography? And I was like, oh, shit, you're absolutely right. Like while I'm out there, at least if I don't, if I don't see anything, like animals wise, I could just take nice scenery photos of where I'm walking because it's still nice to look at. So now that I do that, it adds to it. So if I, you know, I'm all right. So the way I do it is I go hiking with my, um, with the zoom lens to try and catch the animals. So I take the walk first. And then if I see nothing, then I at least put that away. And then I whip out the camera for the scenery and I take shots of what I just seen. Because, you know, this way you could kind of map out too, like, oh, I like this scenery. I like this one. You know, you don't got to like, you don't have to take pictures of every flower and tree that's around. So, um, so that's how I handled it. And I enjoyed doing it a lot better. And then you could even take the photography like a step further by printing out your photos. Like, you, you wouldn't imagine that I, I had it all, obviously, on my desktop and whatnot. But, like, once I started printing it out, I started appreciating the, the photos way more. I don't know why, but I did. And, um, you know, with that, I was I think I was doing it, like, pretty, pretty much I would go out, take my photos, put it on a USB, and then I would go to Walmart and print it out. And, um, you know, it's not too expensive as far as printing out the photos and whatnot, but it does add up when you're taking thousands of photos and you would like to print thousands of photos. So I stopped doing it like that. Actually, I stopped it all together, printing. I, I do want to get back into printing out my photos. But um, but that's what I was doing. I was pretty much just printing out every single one of them. 
And then I would go through and be like, I don't like this one. I like this one. I don't like this one. I like this one. But it adds to it. It's kind of like almost like scrapbooking. I got one of these photo albums that has like, uh, it has this plastic sheet. You rip it off. It's got stickiness to it. And then you throw the photograph down and then you put the plastic sheet down. That That's the way I like the photos. Um, but doing this, it's a better way to fill your time instead of surrounding yourself around people that's either there just for themselves or to use and abuse you or to bring you down um, because they hate their fucking life. You know, like, fuck all that. And even if you don't want to get into the photography or hiking, I'm sure there's something, you know. So eventually after I, I was doing that, you know, I was like, okay, this is fine and whatnot. What I have to do is I have to start exploring. I have to go to different trails because I, I tend to like to go to the places that I already know. So it's nice to explore. Sometimes the reason why I stopped doing that was because, like, sometimes I would explore and I would go to places where it wasn't even worth it scenery-wise. Like, there was no scenery to take any photographs. So eventually I burnt myself out a little bit, and I picked up another hobby, which was painting. Um, I was completely fucking terrible with painting. I tried brush painting with acrylics, and I would be painting something. Like, I tried to do a mountain, so I did a blue background. I did the gray mountain tops with the white tips, like snowy caps and whatnot. And it just looked like, it looked like a two-year-old child was painting with a brush that was taped to their toes, and I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I YouTube Bob Ross because I figured, hey, you know, if anybody's gonna be able to show me some shit, it's gonna be Bob Ross with his happy clouds, and his and his smiling trees and all this. So I YouTubed him, and uh, turned out he couldn't help me for shit. So so, <coughs> excuse me, I saw a um. A suggested video and it was spray painting and I thought spray painting was only about like fuck you you know like I, I, I thought that's what people did was on a brick wall they just write curse words or whatnot um, turns out that's actually not the case so I saw these people I believe it was like in New York and they was doing some street photo- street fucking shit and they would be they take like a little poster board thing and they just spray paint the shit out of it with planets and whatnot and I was like wow that actually that looks fucking fresh so I bought um I went to Walmart and I bought a couple of spray cans and I bought canvases at Michael's because I don't know I just I I like to do things nicely if I'm gonna do them so I didn't want to do it on little flimsy poster board type shit so I got the canvases and I started spraying and I was like wow this is actually this actually well I started just by mixing the colors I did a lot of I did a lot of canvases that it looks like it's good for backgrounds of like if I was to put a sticker of, like, Dragon Ball Z guys or something like that on it, it, it looked nice for that. So that was how I was just, like, testing it all out. And then eventually I did work up to making the whole planets and the space things. Um, so I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. And then what I did eventually was I says, okay, I have enough um, practice in here. I did that for, like, I don't know, a summer. And then the wintertime came. And then when the, the next summer came around... Right, it was the next season of hot weather. I said, "All right, fuck it. I I should be good enough um, that I could get a big ass thing." So I got a forty-eight inch by sixty-inch canvas. Okay, I don't remember how much that thing cost me. I think it cost me like two hundred bucks, some shit like that. And then I says, "Okay, I'm not gonna use no Walmart spray paint for this shit because this is expensive ass canvas." So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I went on Amazon and I bought the most expensive spray cans that I saw. 
So it costed me two hundred dollars for the canvas around, and then another two hundred for the cans because I kind of overbought the spray cans by at least a box of cans. Uh, so that was fucked up, but I, I wanted to have more than less because like I'm not gonna do a painting and then be stuck with half. So, um, so I sh what I should have really did was like practice on a small canvas first, but I just went for it. I did a YouTube video actually, uh, making that big ass canvas. I believe it's actually one of my first ones of like me showing me instead of like video game gameplay on YouTube. Um, the label of it, if anybody's curious, is like a gif for Batman from the Joker. And I know, uh, spray painting got nothing to do with Batman and Joker. But this is the thing. I was going for hashtag uses and pound signs and whatnot. So I wanted to be able to take popular things. So I dressed up as the Joker specifically for to promote my painting. And I pound signed it, Batman, pound signed Joker, all that shit. It did. It did nothing. It didn't. It didn't blow up the way I thought it would. But uh, but the painting at least came out very nice. Uh, it is one of my favorite paintings that I've ever done by far. But uh, so that's another suggestion. Is like things like that. Like there's definitely things that you can do. Things that you don't even know about. Um, here's another example. I was on TikTok one day, <clears throat> and I saw these um asmr type videos right where the, the these people would they would take a book and they would rip something in half like a random scrap piece in half and then glue it sticking on the page and then they would get these little flip book uh stickers and stick them on the page and whatnot so they're making their own little sticker book and whatnot and i was like i don't know why i'm so intrigued by this shit but i kind of want to like get involved with it and like I say, if I do something, I'm not going to like just get a fucking post-it note and put stickers on there. So I went ahead, I got a big-ass notebook thing. It was like a, a blank notebook. And I, I, I do the backgrounds and whatnot, but I wanted it to be black pages for, I don't know, in case I wanted to do like uh, the paint markers or some shit like that. So I got a big-ass book with the black pages, and then I got a couple of... Um, they're like wallpaper sheets or something like that for scrapbooking. I got that, some sticker books, and uh, and then I started doing it, and I was like, wow, you know, I actually do, you know, like, if you enjoy watching it, more than likely you're going to enjoy doing it, and I don't know why I didn't realize that, because it was the same thing for, like, YouTube. I always enjoyed watching YouTube, ever since I was even in, like, college and whatnot. I, I remember, like, one of the first YouTube videos I saw was fucking this guy called FPS Doug. And he, he, he plays Counter-Strike, and he just shoots people in the head all day. And he just screams, boom, headshot, boom, headshot. And, like, I would be watching it. So, you know, I was a fan of YouTube and, like, shit like that for the longest time. And then, finally, when I started making YouTube videos myself, I was like, oh, wow, I thoroughly enjoy it. So, more than likely, if you're on TikTok or if you're on YouTube watching videos of things to do, more than likely you enjoy those things and you should get involved in doing those things for yourself not even not even to show them off on tiktok or youtube or twitch or Titter, twitter i almost said titter um yeah so not to show it off but just to do it yourself and then if you do enjoy it that much to show it off then by all means show it off because you might inspire somebody else you know like just because just because somebody like bob ross let's say right there's people out there that don't know who the fuck that guy is so they don't know who he is, but I got a I got a friend uh, on TikTok that he does the spray paintings like the planets and all that shit too. So uh, so like there's kids out there that probably don't know who Bob Ross is, but they seen his TikTok videos because he had like at one point four million until TikTok 
TikTok fuck with him, I think, way worse than me. I mean, to have four million and lose all that, that's awful. <laughs> I think I would want to physically fight everybody in the TikTok building, to be honest with you, if that was the case. Because um, I get that way when, when I was... <laughs> when I had like 900 followers before I could go live, you needed 1,000. I thought they was going to ban my account for whatever the fuck reason that I was doing. And uh, and I wanted to fight them for that. So I can only imagine how he ha he felt. But anyhow, there's so there's people out there that don't know the people that you know. So you could inspire other people, though, because of the fact that they don't know. Like, so let's say if you're into the sticker booking, let's say let's say they've never seen that before. But because of your video, they they seen that. And so they say, hey, I enjoy that. I should try that. You know, so um. So it doesn't it doesn't have to be about that though content creating it could it could just be for personal self, but that's you know that's other options that you could do though you know and and I would much rather see somebody say, even if it takes you guys a year I would I would love to see it that a year later you guys say hey listen like I listened to a podcast of yours, a long long time ago and you says about trying a new hobby. I put bicycles together now, and I, I fucking love it. I knew I loved bicycles, but I didn't, whatever, whatever. But now I put them together, and that's my hobby, and I love doing it. Yeah, I don't know why I chose that, because um, I don't think that's actually like a thing. Maybe it could be. Maybe it could be a hobby, putting bicycles together. I don't know. I, that sounds more like a job <laughs> than a fucking hobby. But either way, you know, I couldn't think of one with the fly. But I would love to see that, though. Because, it, like I say, it's kind of like me living through you guys um, like learning, learning from my mistakes through you guys. You know what I mean? Because, like, it it, it sucks when you do, when you do self harm. It's kind of like you have to live with regret. You you know what I'm saying? I have to live with the fact that I am the reason why I feel the way that I do today. You know what I'm saying? Like I I knew that when I was getting involved with so and so, it was a losing battle. You know, but I was I was all about this here. I got the super duper gorilla glue. I could glue your pieces back together. You're feeling down. I'm feeling... Well, really what it is, is like, because of the fact that I have my own internal depressions, I distracted myself by trying to pick up people that was down and whatnot, you know? So, like, if if a girl was, like, used and abused by her family or whatever, like, I was trying to show you, okay, there is people that love you. Fuck that family. You know what I mean? Like, so I tried to, I tried to do that for whatever reason. I don't know why. And, um, well, I do know why, because I was trying to escape healing myself. And, like, these people, like the ones that had a baby by me that turned out not to be my baby, like, people like that, they didn't break me. They fixed me, because now, because of the way they did things, now I enjoy life. Now I don't waste my time anymore. So, so if things was always, like, smooth and whatnot, and I was the one that was fucking around on them and whatnot, and I fucked up the relationships, I probably would still live a vicious circle of, like, I still got the internal demons and whatnot. Whereas, like, the only thing bothering me these days is the kid. That's that's really it. I take trips to the town that I know he lives in because that's, like, the only way I feel I could be close with him. Um, so I go and I, like, climb on top of a mountain sometimes when it's not icy or I just take a trip there, but like literally as soon as I get into that town, I start crying and whatnot. Like it is, it is, I, I torture myself. I don't know why, <clears throat> but that is the only thing that bothers me anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's like, I lived a depressed life naturally, right? Like I didn't want to be here type shit and I didn't have a reason. And now it's like, now I'm giving myself, my, myself reasons to live, but it's like, 
I got that thing bothering me so badly, you know, because um, like I explained in, in, I don't know what it was, if it was an episode on a, on the podcast or if it was through a TikTok or whatever. I think it was a TikTok. I think I was doing voiceover work on a TikTok. But it's like, um, oh, wow, because I was trying to figure that out so badly I forgot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. So I, I, I was my own worst enemy, though. Um, don't do that to yourself, okay? You don't deserve that. You can live a lot better and a happier life. You just focus on yourself, find things to do for yourself, and you will you will appreciate life better. You know, you won't walk around being like, "Oh man, I'm I'm I woke up today." You know, because like just because I don't want to do things specifically doesn't mean I wasn't wishing to not be here. You know, and that's waste of life. You got people that has accidents that wanted to be here that ain't here no more. Meanwhile, you're still alive. You know, and um, I seen something on TikTok that like kids are doing drastic things to like game over. And I'm like, fucking kids? Like I like I say, I always had the thoughts of not being here, but it was something like I would go to a store and, and there would be a bank robber there, some shit like that, and he's popping off with the gun and I grab the gun and, and I get I get, you know, hit a couple of times with the with the ammunitions. You know, like, that That was always, like, I had, like, weird things of not being here like that. Not me personally doing things, but, like, things happening to me. And I was fine with this. And it wasn't to be, like, the hero or something like that. It was just to be, like, not here no more, you know. Um, but, like, what a waste of life that is, you know. It's like, why are you why are you thinking about not being here meanwhile you're here? Why are you waking up every day saying, like, fuck, it's another day? You know, you should appreciate that and, and enjoy the life that you do got, you know. Because, like... I got I got nothing to really complain about. Like, yes, what happened happened to me, but like it, I should try and leave it in the past. I shouldn't hop in a car and drive to that town and drive myself fucking miserable. You know, it's like there's no need for that. Um, but you know, with that situation, it's kind of hard because it's like it's the loss of a child. You know what I mean? Like, even though he is still he, he's around, you know, it's not like he's gone forever type shit. But like in my life, he's gone forever. You know, so it's kind of like it, it's a very weird feeling. Uh, fuck. It's 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 not easy. It's really not. But I am to blame for that because I could have been out of that situation right off the bat, you know. And uh, and because I had a lot of self hatred, I allowed people to just fuck me over, really. So it was me doing it to myself. But um, but what else was there that I got into content creating? You know, that's another thing that really takes my mind off of a hell of a lot of things, and also. If you felt like you never had control of your life, right? If you feel like a lot of things dictate... Because, like, when you're at work, if you want to stand up... Like, I was working at a call center. I would be standing up because I had a lot of energy and whatnot. And, like, they don't want that. You know, especially with the small cubicles or whatever. Your voice travels. So they want you sitting down. Like, you're always being told what to do and whatnot. So when I did the YouTube videos, I felt like, what a crazy sense of control... I have because like if I want to end if I want to end the video mid sentence I could do so if I want to if I want to take the beginning and make that the end and make the end the beginning I could do that it's all up to me it's whatever I decide if I want to if I want to wear a suit if I want to wear nothing you know what I'm saying like you get to m make it completely your own you know and that's why like it is it is nice the way things have been going for me. You know, everybody always wants to wish for more. And same thing for me. I wanted more followers. Well, guess what? Now I got more followers on TikTok and I got less 
interaction. Do you know how depressing that is? So it's like when they say be careful what you wish for, you literally should be careful what you wish for. You know, um, because I didn't think of that when I had under a thousand followers. I didn't think of, wow, this feels nice when I have a hundred, two hundred views. But when you have over three hundred thousand followers and then you're barely struggling for two hundred, three hundred views, that's like a kick to the middle privacy area, you know, with steel toe boots, mind you. So you you shouldn't you know, like like that's what I was saying, like be thankful for what you got, be happy with what you got because if you get more, it could it could affect you in other ways that you didn't think of. Um, but yeah, content creating is definitely a good escape, uh, out of, out of negative thoughts and like mind frames and whatnot. You know, you're focused on, you gotta, you gotta make the content. So you gotta think of like what it is that you're making. You're not just going to like set up a whole tripod and a light system and then press record and then just stand there like a fucking lump on a log, you know, like, so you, you gotta think of what it is that you're going to do. And then, you got to do the setup. Then you got to make the content, and then oh, I got to tickle my nose. Then you got to um, you got to make the content. Then you got to edit the stuff. You know, make sure you take out any pauses if there is any, or or if, if you have a slip up in words or something like this, and then you just do a retake. Um, anybody that is gonna be doing any type of like YouTube type recording or something like that, what I was doing a lot of was like. I would fuck up a word and then I would just pause it, like pause the video and then just start from scratch, scratch. All you got to do is just like shut up, keep recording, and then you could just continue on the sentence and then you could just delete that shit in the middle, you know? So like I didn't realize that for the longest time. So <laughs> the, the amount of effort I did have to put in was, you know, doubled up because of myself. But, it, you know, like I say, I thoroughly enjoyed it, you know, but uh, but when I was doing the YouTube videos and I posted it out there. I kind of like was burning myself out. Like one video, it was a Dax video, and I'm a I'm a very big fan of Dax. He's a great rapper. Um, I I was doing something because a lot of people talk shit about that guy. That say they say like uh, what do you call it? All he says is it's Dax. That's it. So like I made a YouTube clip just being like it's Dax, it's Dax, it's Dax, and I put on like his kind of hair. And I dyed these fucking tips of a fake wig and whatnot. It literally, the setup took about four and a half hours, I believe. My mother helped me out with the whole thing because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. She took me to this here beauty store to get fake wig hair. And they had no, uh, what was it? Like, he got, like, dread, dreadlock type shit. So, like, <laughs> they had nothing like that. So, she was just like, oh, we can make our own. You get this here straight hair. And then I forget what we had to do. I think we had to light it on fire. We had to, like, twist it all up and then light it on fire and then, like, make it stick like that or some shit. I don't know. But regardless, it took four and a half hours. And then and then I had to, you know, make the video, set it all up, and then do that. So by the time I was done and then I didn't see any kind of, like, interactions or whatnot with the stuff, I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. And then somebody suggested TikTok. And TikTok, like, it's crazy over there. Like, you, you could sneeze and get a lot of views, and then you could also show, like, a masterpiece of your painting, and you could get no views, I don't know, it's it's very odd, there was a lot of videos that I says, oh, wow, this is it, this is, this is gonna be the one that makes me known <laughs> in the world, and then it's like, oh, two views, inspector underscore gadget underscore, and also my mother, that's it, <laughs> and then there'd be something like, I, I put my hand under my armpit and make farting noises, and then that gets 2.2 million. And I'm like, what a fucking crazy thing. Like, I, I don't know. TikTok is a hard nut to crack, really. Um, 
I don't I don't understand none of that shit really. You know, it's all about just keep on being persistent. I think with that, and also fucking robot followers. That's another thing. So this is what I thought I was speaking of TikTok. Because if you listened in this this long, I know for sure you're here for me. So I'll let you in on a little secret. This is what I've been doing. I've been doing these polls lately because I have I have people, and I know they're my followers that's watching because every like that I receive lately is followers. It always says follow back or we're following each other. It's never like random people outside of the followings that likes my videos, right? So when I see 600 views and six. 60 likes, right? Then those 60 likes are my followers. There's not one of them that's not a follower. So that to me means that the remainder is all followers that just literally watched this video or like just scrolled past and didn't give a half a fuck. So I got a lot of, I call them silent haters. So they're not going to speak up. So if I sing a song and I try and sing it very loudly, they're not going to say, boo, you suck, fuck you, stop singing. They're just going to scroll past me. If I'm like, hey, look at this painting that I made, and it actually is very good, they're just going to scroll right past it. They're not going to say a damn thing. And that has a negative effect on your account. And I'm tired of my account being negatively affected by people that, I don't know, somebody told me that like it's possible they're jealous. I don't understand why you would be jealous of me. There's literally nothing to be jealous of. But that that possibility might be the case maybe it's because of the fact that i got a large following that they're mad about or because of the fact that i have the 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 cojones to like create content and be in front of a camera but literally anybody could do it you know you, it, it might take a while to get used to but anybody could do that um but whatever the case may be i'm sick of it so what i decided to do was now i'm being i, I i'm making polls i'm not going to be posting any videos today i'm pretty sure but uh but tomorrow when i pick things up i'm also going to throw another poll out there and so basically what i said was in the poll like if you're here for me if you support me click yes if you don't fucking support me at all if it doesn't matter what content video i post click no if you're not going to support it and i actually had a bunch of people clicking no and little did they know that I could see exactly who the fuck those assholes are. So what I did was I blocked the ever-loving fuck out of those people. And you know what? My account has been doing way better these days. So, like, tomorrow what I'm going to be doing is basically, like, I'm going to do a poll and be like, Hey, listen, if I was on fire, would you put me out with a glass of water? Yes or no? And if people click no, that they wouldn't even put my, my fucking body out that's on fire then obviously you hate my fucking guts and you got to go. So that's what I've been doing lately. And that's why I got the negative polls because like, and people was like, oh, expose them, expose them. I'm like, no, 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 this, I got bigger plans for them, which is blockation. I'm going to block the ever loving fuck out of them. And then they ain't going to see me no more. Like if you hate me that badly, I don't understand that concept. I don't get why I've seen videos of people who paid for a concert ticket, went to said concert to flip off the fucking person with the microphone that you paid to see. I don't understand that concept. Like, I can only imagine that concert tickets ain't no fucking $16.99. So, like, whatever it is, I, okay, let's just say if it was $150. So you just spent a buck fifty, and also wasted your time driving because more than likely the facility ain't, like, down your fucking block. So you got to drive, I'd say, probably average, like, a half hour, maybe 45 minutes to the facility where this person's performing just to say fuck you to their face? 
You know, and it's just like, so so my mentality. If I was the singer, I'm like this fucking momo idiot just literally paid money to put in my pocket to flip me off. That's the true definition of a fucking momo. <laughs> like literally, like you're an idiot. You you got something wrong with you if that's what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So like I got people that's watching me for free. Obviously, it doesn't cost nothing to be following me on TikTok. So. You're watching me for free. Obviously, it's going to take nothing for you to be a hater and, and, like, fuck with my account. These people know what they're doing when they're watching my shit and not commenting and not liking. They know what, exactly what the fuck they're doing. The only thing I understand about not doing is sharing. That I understand, right? So, like, I don't have nobody that I would be like, hey, listen, I just seen this video of somebody juggling fireballs while they were standing on one foot. It's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm i not going to share any kind of video. So that's the only thing. That's the only button I do understand about not clicking on. But, like, I don't do no politics. I don't do no religions. I don't do none of that shit. Racism. So, like, I don't understand it when I show my dog and these people watch the video and they don't like it. Like, how do you not like my dog? You must not like me if you don't like my dog. I posted a video with my mother for happy, her happy birthday. It's on, on February 10th, so uh, tomorrow is her birthday. So I was I was posting the fact that she received a gift from somebody, right? And like all these views and no nobody's saying happy birthday, but then the next video they're saying, I, I says, oh, I feel like I got a lot of robot followers. And it wasn't even because of her video. And then I got a lot of, oh, I'm not a robot, I'm a human. So then it made my wheel spin and it's like, wait a minute, all these fucking people is commenting to let me know that they ain't a, a robot, but they're a human and I don't give a fuck. But they didn't say happy birthday yesterday when they see my mother. Like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't like me that badly that you can't wish my mother a happy birthday. It's that bad between us. So if that's the case, then fucking go. I really wish that TikTok would implement this idea that I, I recently thought of, which is if you if 20 of my videos pop up on your either following page or for you page, right? If these if these assholes on, on TikTok, right, the creators of TikTok, if they could flag specific words, because if I say click the Beacons link in my bio to follow me on Twitch, that's a whole bunch of flag words. Beacons, link, bio, Twitch, that's all flag words that they're going to fucking annihilate that video. Then it's not going to be seen by anybody, right? So if you got the technology to do that, I feel like they should have the technology to do this. And that is, if my 20 videos pop up on your For You page or for following page, 20 videos, and you don't interact at all, you barely watch it, you scroll through. You don't heart it, you scroll through. You don't comment, you scroll through. 20 times, if that happens, boom to the bam, I'm deleted off your following page. You don't follow me no more, automatic, okay? The only way that you can follow me is you got to say, hey, I wonder what that asshole's Frank up to. And then you search Frank Kenyon, and then there I am, and then you got to follow me again if you so choose. And then we do another round of 20. I, I wish it was something like that because if, if that site, that application wants to go by clicks and comments and likes for interactions, people are still interacting with my shit. But they're just doing it in a hater form, which is I'm going to try and annihilate this guy's account by not showing nothing. And it's it is working in their favor. Like they have made a lot of videos of mine, you know, like the one of me doing the Thomas Hardy uh, real real estate one. Is that is that platinum material? No. OK, but I mean, there was parts in there that made me laugh. 
right? So, like, I definitely, I don't believe I'm the only one that's laughing at shit like this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the fact that some of those videos got 800 views. Meanwhile, I've done duets of me just, like, blinking my eyes. And the other person is doing absolutely nothing. And that's got, like, 40,000 views or whatever. Like, it, it's, it's fucking mind-boggling, you know? And yet, I took the time to do a green screen and to edit it and try and get the lighting perfect. Because, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, there's a difference. When you do the green screen, it's not just get a green screen and record your video. And then, there you go. You got a green screened up video. It's like, if you're standing too close to the back, you cannot... You have to have different... Please hold. <clears throat> We're having technical difficulties here. You have to have distance between you and that green screen. You can't be standing on top of it. And I was. For every video that I did make, I was standing on top of it. So I did get lucky with the amount of editing that I had to do. But that's why you'll see sometimes the hat disappearing, my, my fedora. Because I have to edit it so much that it kind of has an effect on like some of the, the actual material that I want in there but uh but I didn't realize that so that's a trick if you want to work with green screen videos you have to be away from the green screen because otherwise you cast a shadow onto there and so basically when you do the green screen video you're clicking on the green part and you're deleting that so if you got all light lime green but then your shadow creates like a dark green that dark green is gonna it's gonna remain so and you can't I don't believe, I haven't found a way really to like, you can't get rid of this green and also that green. It's like you select one color to delete. I'm pretty sure that's at least, I, I don't know what I'm doing, like I say, so you can't quote me, but I believe that's how it is. So you want everything to be the same color. So you cannot have any shadows or nothing like that. So like I'm taking the time to do all this here shit and then that's what I'm going to get to. I'm going to be struggling for fucking, for fucking views, but it's because I didn't think of something like the poll that I just recently thought of. Because if I was to make just a straight up video and say, hey, listen, if you're here for me, comment. If you're not here for me, just say fuck you. They're not going to say nothing. I don't know. I don't know why. They, they, they make me feel like I'm going to hop through the phone and put hands on them. And I'm not. I don't give a shit. If you don't like me, you don't like me. That is, it is what it is. But they stay, they stay with the crickets. They stay quiet, you know? So it's like, I got I to gotta find a way to weed these people out. And finally, I think I did it by doing these polls. Um, so we did get a little sidetracked with TikTok, but that's because of the issues. Which there's plenty of over there. But, uh... I'm not sure how long this episode is. I did forget to run a timer. That's that's something I do got to do off of my phone. It's very simple. Plain and simple thing. I don't think to do it until like towards now, you know? <laughs> and then it's like there's no point. So I hope that this was a nice lengthy episode. And I hope you all enjoyed listening to it. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the next topic is going to be. Oh, actually, you know what? I do have emails. So email me um, with topics that you'd like for me to speak on, whether it be relationship, I don't give a shit what it is, um, what is it, it's, oh, wait, let me, let me get you the email address before I shout it out for, it's gonna be the wrong one, let me see if I can figure this out here, uh, please hold, oh, no, okay, um, I believe it's this, the Kenyan Crew Podcast at Outlook.com, oh, I really should've, it's because I haven't had to shout this out. Oh, good. And the email's not set up over there. Um, okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. I apologize. I just want to make sure that I, I... You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you guys to... To hit up the wrong place. Okay. All right. 
I can't wait. Okay, I do apologize about the. Oh, great. Now I got Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Please hold. Okay, so. Yes. I'm very sorry about that. It is the Kenyan Crew Podcast at Outlook.com. So email me any topics if you are still listening. I might have lost you, and I apologize for that. But email me any topics, and I will get to them. So that will be the next episode. I'll hop in the inbox over there and touch base on some of the emails because I do have a few. I just wanted to do this here, Hobbies one, for the longest time now. So I'm finally – I got this over with. So that's going to be the next one, okay? So thank you very much for, uh, for tuning in and listening. Okay, I greatly appreciate you all for your love and support. All right, and um, and I'll be doing another episode soon enough. As far as the videos on TikTok, be sure to check out for those uh, tomorrow. I got ones posted from yesterday, so I'm trying to let those play out. Um, if you could do me a favor, let me know that you listened to episode four. That would be fantastic. I would greatly appreciate that. So on the last, uh, on the very last TikTok video, if you just hop in there and say, "Hey, I just listened to your last episode on the podcast," thank you. I would, I would greatly appreciate that, okay? I love you all very much. I hope you all, you all have a great day. I love you.